Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Killer Crossover Podcast. It's your boy, E-Man. Yo, yo, it's your boy, Mo, and your favorite duo is back from a little hiatus. Yes, sir. Bunch of things have gone down since. Uh, I'm Super Bowl and then All-Star Weekend, which All-Star Weekend is where we're going to start off uh, today. We're going to hit off. We're going to hit. Uh, an all-star weekend recap and then we're going to go into our predictions for the rest of the season how we think it's going to turn out you ready to do this one let's get into it my guy all right let's go let's get it All right, Mo, welcome back. Took a little bit of a break. Yes, good to be back, brother. Good to be back with my guy. Yes, sir. Um, I mean, let's just get right into it. All-Star Weekend, a little bit of a mixed emotions uh, over the the All-Star Weekend, over the All-Star break. Basketball is finally back. It seems like it took forever (laughs) to get back. Um, Probably because All-Star Weekend left a little bit to be desired uh to say i would least. agree it was it was a mixed bag it was a yeah. mixed bag and i think the general consensus uh over the all-star weekend and the festivities was kind of meh if you will yeah there's been a lot of talk a lot of discussion about the players taking these taking the the weekend and the actual game itself more seriously mm-hmm. and it just seemed like guys were just you know out there just going through the motions not really putting too much effort into the into the game because they didn't want to get hurt or they were trying to preserve their energy for the stretch run it was just very underwhelming i don't know how you felt about it but i think the right word to describe this year's all-star was very underwhelming yeah no i i completely agree um i feel like there were some some players who tried to make it like a special weekend um, and tried to make it fun, tried to make it entertaining. Uh, but I think it's just too many of the players just kind of, um, mm-hmm. some of them just wanted to rest. Some of them, I mean, like, like I mentioned, some of them, Jalen Brown, he intended to be entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about it. I don't know about intended, but hey, I... <laughs> I mean, I those were his the, intentions. His yeah. execution. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dunking over a five foot five guy. I don't know how I'm sitting down. To be impressed by that. <laughs> like you're you're a six foot six man. I don't know if I'm supposed to be impressed by that, that sir. But yeah. uh, he, he, hey, he hey, jumped over a he jumped over a five five guy sitting down. Yeah. So he, <laughs> he was probably he jumped over like three foot. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. No. But um no, nah, yeah, I just I mean for me the most entertaining uh part of the weekend, I guess the most entertaining event was definitely the for me at least, the shootout between Steph and Sabrina. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I think that was definitely the highlight of the weekend. Um it was it was for a good cause and um yeah, it's two of the best pure shooters. Uh, that we've seen on the pro level so it was mm-hmm. 
it, it was I enjoyed it. Uh, spirit of competition. Uh, Sabrina Ayusku was gracious in, this, in defeat. You know, she really took it on the chin. She was real humble about it. I mean, Steph is Steph, bro. That's one on one. So there's no shame to lose <laughs> Steph Curry. You know, for sure, for sure. And not, I mean, not only that, but then considering she did shoot from the NBA three point line, for, she tied the leaders from the three point contest. She did. So she, she, uh, she tied Dame's highest, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. She she tied she tied Dame. She tied Halliburton. She tied Cat. Mm-hmm. She tied Trey. So I mean, yeah. She, she I mean she tied all of them, and then all of a sudden, and she beat more than half the field. Yeah, she did. So, and I mean, a bunch of people are going to talk about oh she used the women's ball. Well, yeah, no shit. I mean, she used the ball that she's been using for her whole life. You right. ask Steph to use a women's ball, and he's gonna miss more than half the shots. I mean, right? Yeah, you got you got to make it fair. But the fact that she was shooting from NBA distance and cashing that bitch, bro, that's impressive. So yeah. I'd set my half off to it. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, a lot of people thought that Steph was in a lose lose situation, but I mean, with his with his status and his like his you know support for the WNBA women in sports in general I think he didn't really care like he knew that what he was getting into and he was like whether whether I win whether I lose whatever it is I'm gonna be able to you know pull this off and the point is to bring more eyes and more attention on to the WNBA and you know just kind of let let the world know that you know women are ballers too and i mean the event served its purpose (laughs) because my daughter she's three years old after she watched it she she started shooting there you go (laughs) so i mean there you go and she wasn't trying to she wasn't pretending to be steph because she's watched steph for how long now (laughs) and you could tell that she saw I mean she saw a girl and she was captivated she was absolutely she was watching the whole time and and that's important man uh, to, it just gives gives the, uh, the WNBA new eyes and a wider a, a wider audience uh, mm-hmm. for people who might not be familiar with Sabrina Ayusku Ayusku and, and, and the top WNBA players but just the game of women's basketball in general they might not be privy to it so to see yeah. one of their stars go head to head with arguably the greatest shooter ever and more than hold her own that just brings more notoriety more uh, publicity to the women's game and further emphasizes like they're just as talented as the, the, the NBA players are and that, that, that wage gap is still going to be uh that 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 seed that's forever going to be planted and, and and should definitely be discussed and brought to the fair up uh, forefront because these these uh, these women deserve to get get paid their their worth for sure for sure they're just as talented yeah yeah for sure um, the only thing is you know getting those sponsors getting getting that sponsorship right. getting yeah it, yeah it's an uphill battle yeah but as long as we're as long as we're as long as the narrative continues to trend in the right direction and it's not for cloud it's not for clickbait it's not falsehood like it it should be the narrative should be positive and that's and that's bringing 
positivity uh, to the women's game, notoriety, notoriety to the to women's game, and making sure that they're they're, they're compensated, which is going to be an uphill battle. But I think I think it's trending in the right direction. Hopefully, that's just one man's opinion. Yeah, and I don't know if you noticed, and this is going to be the last thing I said about I say about the uh, the three point shootout between them. But I don't know if you noticed, but Sabrina had her money ball rack on the right wing. <clears throat> where I feel like if she had it on the right corner as her last rack mm. or yeah. the left corner, the left corner as her last rack, she would have cleaned mm-hmm. up. Interesting. And she would yeah. she would have scored more points because yeah, I didn't Steph, think of it like that. Steph actually had it Steph Steph actually had it on his last rack. Mm. He had the money ball rack on it as his last rack. If Sabrina uh did too, I think she would have scored more because the the corners is where the NBA three-point line and the WNBA three-point line are actually pretty much the same. Interesting. I didn't. So, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's an interesting yeah. tidbit. Yeah. So I'm dropping I'm a little gym tonight. Dropping a little <laughs> gym. I like it. <laughs> but yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, the I don't know what. So the Rising Star, the Rising Stars Challenge. They keep changing the format, <laughs> and it's like I don't. I don't know how to follow it anymore. Right. So, I mean, I guess they made it a four-team tournament? Yeah, it was uh, It was Team Pacer. Uh, what was it? Team Rising Star. Oh, no, that, was, and then... that was the skills. Oh, that was the skills, skills challenge. Oh, yeah. sorry. Okay, yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. We can, no, we could go to the skills competition, though. Because yeah. I, so Friday night was a Rising Stars challenge. Uh, this is another one where they keep changing the format. Uh, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. they, they had the Pacers. They had the Rising Stars. Oh, no, mm-hmm. the number one picks. Yes. Mm-hmm. The number one picks. Yep. And then they mm-hmm. had the, uh, I guess it was first-time All-Stars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it was, it was uh, who was it? It was Ant. No, not Ant. And it was on the number ones. It was Trey, Halliburton, and some of the. Oh no, Halliburton was on the Pacers team. Yeah, yeah. I think Paolo was uh, Bancaro was on the first time All Stars team. If I'm not mistaken, was he or was he on the number ones? He could have been on the number. Yeah, he could have been on the number him, one. I think it was him, Ant, and Wemby. Okay, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, him, Ant, and Wemby, and then. I know the other team had Trey. I can't even remember who else was on there, to be honest. <laughs> but and anyways. that, ladies and gentlemen, pretty much sums up All Star Weekend for 2024. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So let's skip ahead to the three point contest. <laughs> Dame three point contest. Dollar. Dame it's Dollar. Dame of time. You don't see me, but I'm pointing to my my wrist right now. Uh, Dame so, time. Uh, Dame time did it. He showed out. Yep. He showed up. Showed out. Took home that hard, uh, that hardware, and that was actually that was a good field, man. That was, it was. that was a good field. It was, was probably they one all, of the best best fields of the of of the entire weekend. Yeah, they all pretty much scored in the in that first round. They all pretty much scored in somewhere in the twenties. Um, right. I think there was one person who scored nineteen. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, they all they all pretty much made it. You know. A competition in that first round um like i mentioned before i think it was four of them 
uh, tied with 26 to end the first round. So they had to have a shootout mm-hmm. to see which yeah. three were going to advance to the final to, round. To advance to the finals, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then in that finals, it ended up being, uh, who was it, Cat, Dame, and was it Trey? I think it was Trey, yeah. It was Trey. It was yeah. Trey. And then Cat went first, and <laughs> this fool was... Uh, <laughs> this one was stepping on the line and over the line. You don't, <laughs> you don't really cheap. jump on his on his three point yeah. shots, but he was yeah, all he over the line. Yeah. You see, he shoots more like a set shot almost. It's weird. Yeah, like very yeah. very little lift on his shot. Yeah, it's almost like he's shooting a free throw. Right, hundred percent. Which at that point makes it kind of more accurate because there's less movement. But at the same time, like if your foot is on the line, then I mean they're not going to count. <laughs> yeah. So he the initial score I think for that second round, that final round was twenty two for him. But then it got mm-hmm. bumped down to not to sixteen because his foot was on the line for that whole first round, basically. <laughs> um, and then Trey came back, hit twenty two, um, and it was a legit twenty two. And then, of course, Dame comes back, and I think well, he scored twenty five or twenty six again in that mm-hmm. in that final round. Yeah, uh, to took it win. home. I think yeah, took it home. I mean, I don't know if anyone really doubted Dame was going to win. He's he's a flamethrower, man. So once he catches fire, bro. It's... One one thing though, like if you're a contestant in that three point contest, and you know, you guys tried so hard and you finished wherever you finished. None of you got higher than 26 points in any round. And then you see Steph go one-on-one against Sabrina Ionescu. And he gets an easy 29. Yeah. Like, how are you feeling at that point? Like, <laughs> need, to, need to go uh, book some more one-on-one time with the lethal shooter. <laughs> like... I mean, if Steph was in that three-point contest, he he wins it easily. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but let's get to what everyone was talking about for Saturday night. That dunk contest. Mm. Do we have to? <laughs> I mean, we got we got to at least hit on it. They say, bro, what happened? Like that used to be my favorite event growing up bro it was always we used to make my sure, favorite event man we used to make sure that we were around the tv for yep. all-star weekend just mm-hmm. for the dunk contest just for the dunk contest yep and like yeah. i don't i don't know if it was because we were spoiled because in 2000 when it was here you know we had that mm. that infamous vince carter winning the dunk contest but then it wasn't just Vince Carter's dunks but you had him going head to head with Steve Francis in the in the right. finals and yeah. then in that contest you also had Trayson Grady you had right. Jerry Stackhouse mm-hmm. you had Larry Hughes I mean you Larry had some Hughes, yep. you had some bigger names dunking yep. and like high flyers who could actually dunk you know some right. guys who were actually creative yeah but now all of a sudden you get it's hard to get anyone with even just borderline all-star name right. or all-star right. appeal. 
I mean, Jalen Brown was the was the biggest name, easily the biggest name that in that whole that the whole field, and even his dunks were underwhelming. Like yeah. I just I wasn't impressed at all, and I just felt like what's lacking. Obviously, the elephant in the room. What's lacking is star power. But what mm. happened to the creativity, bro? What happened to the flair? Right. Like that's right. that's what's missing. Like. Yeah. Fuck the star power, bro. Like, right. Obviously, you know, it's a superstar driven league, but let's just be real. Like, the top players, they have no interest in doing this contest. So, yeah. if you're going to have participants do this contest, man, bring back the creativity, bring back the flair. Let's see something that we haven't seen. Like, instead of just throwing it up and catching it between your legs and jumping over, over people. And I'm like, obviously, I, I can't do that, but it's just like, We've seen these types of dunks all the time, right. so there, there's got to there's got to be a way to, to to open up the field a little bit and just add some more juice to this contest, bro. Because it's to me, it's slowly dying. I mean, not only that, but then if you're going, like, I don't mind Jalen Brown's approach to it, where yeah. he was trying to pay tribute to you know past dunk champions and mm-hmm. participants yeah. and everything. That dunk was but nice. But if you're gonna the, do the, it, the, yeah, do it right. Right. <laughs> the the old to Dominique. I'm not gonna lie. I think that was his first dunk. That was nice. I'll give him that. That one. was his best dunk. Yeah, that was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is not saying much, but yeah, right. I, I I thought that was a nice dunk. I was impressed with that. One. I th- I thought I thought that was I thought that was a nice dunk too. Um, mm-hmm. not a fifty dunk, but it was no. a nice dunk. Um, I gave him what I think a forty seven on that. So yeah. Yeah, was, that's yeah. fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I think his 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 D Brown dunk. <laughs> <laughs> or his wannabe D Brown dunk. I'm just I'm just laughing at your face, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, all right. So he was supposed. For those who don't know, D Brown was in the dunk contest decades ago. I think this was in the late 80s, early 91, 90s. Yeah. 90, 91 around that early time. Early 90s. Yeah. He he basically he's he runs, he jumps, and he's like almost parallel with the ground. His body's like almost parallel with the ground. And then he does this, like he uses his arm to, to cover, cover his, his eyes. Yeah. yeah, to cover his eyes, and he's not looking, and then he he jams it. Um, and Jalen Brown, same last name, same number, same jersey. Yeah. Um, he tries to attempt it, but jumping over, I don't even know who that dude is. Um, talking about little so, man, yeah, yeah, he's some YouTuber, yeah, I, I don't know who he is, but I don't know who he is either. I just know he's. He's some type of famous uh, dreamer on YouTube. Yeah, he has millions but, um, of subscribers on YouTube. So yeah, and he's trying to. So he's d- trying to do this dunk, but instead of like blindfolding himself with his arm, <clears throat> he like dunks it and then lands and then dabs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Boy, man, bro, we, we ain't we, we ain't seen nobody dab since Cam lost the damn Super Bowl like eight years ago. Like, <laughs> like ain't nobody dab no more. 
yeah it just I, I don't know man like i like i said earlier execution the intent was there you know trying mm. to get some kind of star power in the in the dunk contest but uh the execution was just horrible um last thing last topic i want to hit on the dunk contest um how do you feel about g league players being in the dunk contest i mean if they if 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 they have genuinely genuine bounce and they can again speaking on the flair and creativity if, if if they can bring it bring it i mean we had a repeat champion uh mac mm-hmm. mccloin uh won it again and honestly i just felt like his dunks were underwhelming too yeah. I, I felt like it was the same dunks he did last year except for That's what it felt like dunk, but yeah yeah but it was basically the, the you know the throw it up double clutch reverse you know and yeah like i i just wasn't impressed with him but he did just enough to to knock off jalen brown so i'm not sure if that's a flex but like to be a repeat <laughs> champion like you, you gotta bring something different or to be a defending champion rather and you're defending your title you gotta bring something different i don't really feel like he brought anything different i just it's 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 an episode I've seen before. It was a rewind, you know. Yeah, that's how I feel. For me, I'm I don't like that G League uh, players are able to be in the NBA All Star Dunk Contest. Um, just simply for the fact that there's already a G League Dunk con- Dunk Contest, so mm-hmm. I'm not sure you should allow the G League players to compete against the NBA players at the same time if there's no NBA stars or NBA players who want to do the dunk contest I mean Mm -hmm. you're kind of left with no other option Um, but at the same time if you're gonna open it up to G League you might as well open it up to like professional dunkers because we see yeah we see better dunkers on TikTok and Instagram all Mm -hmm. the time yeah so, and they have every we have they have everything that uh, that we're looking for, as far right. as flair, creativity, showmanship. You know, like yeah. that's actually a good point. Like, do it, uh, you know, street ball, pro professional dunkers versus NBA, just to kind of mix yeah. it up a little bit. Yeah, because I mean, like, if you're gonna allow non NBA dunkers, you might as well allow all non NBA dunkers to at right, least yeah. audition for it, you know, like try mm-hmm. out for it. But yep. I don't know. That's just me. I don't. I I I didn't like. And technically, last year Mac McClung was an NBA player because he was on a ten day with Philly. Yeah, with Philly. He, yeah. When he played, when he participated in the dunk contest. Uh, this year he was not on an NBA roster and they allowed Jacob Toppin who probably pulled off one of the better dunks in the contest and got ripped mm. off when <laughs> he didn't make it to the second round but yeah, whatever <laughs> um, anyway I'm sick, of tired, sick and tired of talking about <laughs> the dunk contest um, so before we before we move on I got a question for you for sure. Go ahead. How do we save the All Star game? You, you need competition. Needs you need you need some dudes who want to compete. 
should we should they should the league consider incentivizing it? Like I saw, I forgot the name of the player, but I don't know if it was a current player or a former player. But I saw something on the Instagram on Instagram the other day that mm-hmm. this player was basically quoted quoted and saying, "The conference that wins the game gets home court in the finals, kind of like how they do for the." For the, for the baseball all star game. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh I like that. Um I don't know how much that's gonna get the players to really play hard because I mean you're gonna get the number one seeds, like the top yeah. two, three seeds, the team mm-hmm. the players who are on teams who are actually contenders, they might play a little bit harder. Um right. coaches obviously because they're either the number one or number two teams coaches they're gonna mm-hmm. they're gonna coach a little bit harder they're gonna you know mm-hmm. substitute a little a little bit more seriously to get the win yeah. but at the same time um like the rest of the players like what if you have all-stars of you know teams that are in like out of the playoff picture or like 10th right in that in right. that bubble you know in that mm-hmm. in that um in NC- not the NC- in the uh, playing tournament kind of mm-hmm. range you know um yeah. It's just, I mean, I think that's a good start. I think, honestly, to save the All-Star game and to save the All-Star weekend, you need you need to build rivalries and, like, but these, these narratives that the media create, like, in terms of, oh, this person's the GOAT, this person's not the GOAT, this person's top five, yeah. this person's top ten. Yeah. If you start creating narratives and rivalries within you know between the players mm-hmm. maybe they'll start taking those rivalries a little bit more seriously like if you told Kevin Durant that he can't score on LeBron don't you think he's gonna try to score on LeBron in the all-star game yeah. I mean exactly and you tell you tell LeBron exactly. no you can't lock down Kevin Durant yeah. you can't keep him from scoring I mean um you know but also, it's just it just takes one competitive person to play some defense in the game. Yeah. One or two competitive people to play some defense in the game and take the take the All Star game a little bit more seriously. Yeah. I think I think that'll that'll help it out a lot. Yeah, I would agree, man. That's that's <laughs> actually very valid points. All right, brethren, let's move on. What do how how are we feeling about? The second half of the season, uh, we have a full slate of NBA games. The first day back from mm-hmm. All-Star break. We're officially in the stretch run. The trade deadline's over with. I think there's still some potential buyout candidates out there, but it's the stretch run, man. We got, I want to say, six to eight, roughly six to eight weeks left. Uh, eight About weeks, six yeah. weeks. Eight weeks, six day weeks. Yeah, I think yeah. that's fair to say six day weeks. So, yeah, man, how how you feeling? How, what are your predictions? You can go ahead and start. I need to change something. All right. So right now we're we're just going off a record. We got Boston number one at forty four and twelve. We got the Cleveland Cavs who have been on a tear before the All Star break. They're number two, sitting at thirty six and eighteen. You got Milwaukee, who was in a free-for-all, not looking great since they brought in Doc Rivers, 35-21. Uh, 
the Knicks have weathered the storm with injuries that they're sending out fourth at 34 and 22. Uh, the Sixers at fifth at 32 and 23. And lastly, running out the top six, the Indiana Pacers at 32 and 25. Playing teams, the seventh seed, 31 and 25, Orlando Magic. The eighth seed, as it currently stands, the Miami Heat at 30 and 25. The ninth seed, Chicago Bulls, 26 up, 30 down. And lastly, rounding out the playing teams is the Atlanta Hawks, 24 wins and 31 losses. So I feel like the East, I feel like the East, the only thing that's going to change is the. Okay, two things that are probably going to change. Um, I think, first of all, I think those 10 teams are going to stay the 10 teams that are in the playoff. I would agree. Picture. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing that really changes in that top six is the Pacers overtake the Sixers, um, unless Joel Embiid comes back. Um, I feel like he's still going to be out for a, for a little bit, <clears throat> but I think I think he's going to be out for a, a bit longer and the Pacers will eventually overtake them. Um, the Bucks, man. I want to say the Bucks are going to stay in third, but... They're man. a mess, man. I, I Honestly, if there's one team I'm picking to, to drop slightly in the standings, like I don't think they'll drop significantly to the point where they're in the playing tournament, but I definitely think, I definitely see the Milwaukee Bucks slipping right now because it's, it's looking like Doc Rivers and, and is not a not the greatest fit right now. And I mean, know, we all knew that Doc Rivers wasn't the greatest yeah. coach to begin with, right? <laughs> so the fact that they made that move is is, is kind of crazy to me. I think they just went right. for a name personally. For um, sure. I mean, the whole Adrian Griffin thing—not to backpedal. Like, <laughs> I I understand that at the end of the day, it, it wasn't a fit. And there was a disconnect between the players and the coaching staff. But you were 30 and 13 at that time. Yeah. And when you make that move, you bring in a guy who was with ESPN. You bring him off the street. And you basically are asking him to learn his players on the fly. And in turn, the players learn him on the fly. So it's yeah. just it's it, 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 it's it's a bad situation to begin with, and I, I can definitely see the Bucks going home first round, bro. Depending on who they play, and I honestly yeah. depending on the looking matchup. at the looking at yep depending on the matchup and looking at the the three four seed right now, like New York, they're they're battling their injuries right now, but they're still treading above water water a little bit mm-hmm. until they get. Abinobi and Julius Randle back. I, I like the I like the New York Knicks to sneak up and be a be a top three seed. Shoot, they're still so even I, I without Julius Randle and OG Ananobi. They're right. still playing exactly. solid. Yes, they are. <clears throat> so I'm gonna I, I, I like I like the New York Knicks to overtake the Milwaukee Bucks for that third spot. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um I think the Bucks will stay at four. Um right. but It'll be a four-five matchup against the Pacers, <laughs> at least in my opinion. Yeah. And man, that's that's gonna be a good first round. And mm. I hate to say it, but I think I think the Bucks are gonna be out in the first round 
Uh, yeah, I, it's, I it's very you. possible, bro. It's very First possible. Round exit. Yeah, it's very possible. I mean, uh, Boston is head, head and shoulders the best team in the East. And, like, I don't think, much like the Clippers out West, nobody's going to judge the Celtics on what they do in the regular yeah. season. Uh, it's all about, you know, playoffs, getting yeah. back to the finals and, and getting over that hump because they've, they've come up short for the last three, four seasons, it seems like. So... Uh, they're the best team in the in, in, in the East, mm-hmm. without question. Just yeah, it's time to put up or shut up in the playoffs for that team. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, surprisingly, the Magic. I mean, shoot, if they if they stay at seven and the Cavs stay at two, that's gonna. I mean, that, that's a nice Magic matchup, might, bro. Yeah, yeah. The Magic might might find themselves in the second round. I mean, yeah, that's. That I mean, they're young, but that's not an excuse, man. They magic are big, young, long. They defend. They got they energy. got a legit star. <laughs> they got a legit star, Mancaro, bro. And yep. Spider Mitchell tends to it has had that reputation to tend, to disappear in postseason <laughs> play. So, yep. yeah, man, that's yep. that's definitely that's definitely a matchup to a potential matchup to keep an eye out for. Out yeah. for. But I think I think it's safe to say that we that we both got the uh, Celtics taking taking in the East. <laughs> yeah, barring a significant injury or just a, right. an epic meltdown collapse, I, I think the Boston Celtics win the East rather comfortably, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I'd be I, I'd be shocked if they weren't in the finals. The only other team that the only other two teams that I could see maybe lucking their way in uh to the to the finals at least getting to the uh eastern conference finals would be either the knicks or the pacers depending on i can see i i, I can see the i can see the knicks pacers mm. yeah. well i mean pacers just simply because of their their offense uh yeah. their defense is definitely going to be their downfall right mm. <laughs> but um i mean yeah, I guess it kind of also depends on where the Sixers fall, like when when Embiid comes back and how he comes back. Because, right. I mean, Buddy Hill's balling out over there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, true. I think I think we're on the same page as as far as the the Celtics pretty much taking taking over the East. Yep. Now moving on, this is where <laughs> shit gets really interesting. Yeah. West, the almighty Western Conference, aka West West, y'all. Right best, now, the wet, the best coast. <laughs> yes, sir. So right now, and we say that with conviction because this is a West Coast, California-based podcast. If you didn't yes, know, sir. yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> just putting it out there for the masses. So right now, we're looking at the standings. Right now, we got the young. Minnesota Timberwolves at 39 and 16. We also have another young and exciting and up and coming athletic team in the OKC Thunder mm-hmm. at 38 and 17. Next, we got a healthy Clippers squad, 36 and 18, who are always dangerous, but health is obviously a dark cloud potentially on that squad. And we have the defending champs at 37 and 19 at the fourth seed. We got the New Orleans Pelicans at 34 and 22. 
uh, who just won tonight. So they're currently in fifth. We have the Dallas Mavericks at six at 33 and 23, followed by the playing teams, Phoenix at seven. Identical record of 33 and 23, as same as the Mavs. We have the Kings, who surprised a lot of people last year by finishing third, are now in that eighth spot at 31 and 23. We have my Lakers at nine, at 30 and 26. And lastly, yeah, man, we got your Golden State Warriors at 27 and 26. And currently, both our teams are playing right now, and you guys are up. By 12 midway through the third quarter with LeBron City <laughs> yes for the record <laughs> yeah we'll just throw that out there not that it matters yeah. but yes LeBron is not playing yeah LeBron is not um, playing tonight all right so one it's, through four uh, are separated by two and a half games yeah and um, I want I wanted to ask you a question do you see the Timberwolves staying at number one because honestly I don't I see them dropping so I actually do see them staying at number one. Um, okay. Simply because I think the Clippers are going to prioritize health uh, oh, yeah. down the stretch. And right. So Kawhi hasn't really missed any games up until the, this last uh, week leading up to All-Star break. Right. Yeah, um, he's been relatively healthy. Yeah. Yeah. So he has a few games that he could miss before he's before he doesn't qualify for end of season awards mm-hmm. <laughs> um and i mean the rest of the team has been able to stay relatively healthy paul george of course right. has had a couple of injuries but mm-hmm. i mean russ russ is an iron man he rarely misses games um right. even james harden has been healthy and hasn't really missed games since he's been with the Clippers. Um, right. And that's really it. As long as you... And they've they've actually showed that, you know, even without Paul George, they're still able to put together wins. Um, mm-hmm. So I think what they're going to do is they're going to prioritize... They're going to pri- prioritize health. They'll let, you know... Their, as they their should. Stars, they'll let yeah. their stars uh, sit some games and they might lose a couple of those games. The yeah. Thunder... I mean, man, they're the Thunder are just exciting to watch, man. But I think they're inexperienced. Just the fact that they don't really have a true vet on their team, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and an experienced playoff vet um, on their team, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough because they're gonna they're right now they're putting everything they got into every game. They're right. trying to win exactly. as many games as they're they can. They're trying to win as exactly. To get if to they that finish at that seat. two spot, yeah, if they finish at that two spot, potentially right. you're looking at the you're potentially looking at a first round opponent of like the, the Suns, Suns Ke- the Kevin Mavericks. Durant, Bradley Bill, yeah, <laughs> Devin Booker, or the Kings, <laughs> or the Lakers, the Lakers, or Steph Curry and the Warriors. Like that's a <laughs> hell of a first round matchup for a young team. So yeah. They, yeah, you're, you're looking at experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're looking at so experience. They, they, and if you get matched up against the Kings, that's that's youth, energy, yep. experience. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so, I mean. Exactly. Yeah. So, if, if anything, I feel like. I feel like if anyone has the potential to overtake that number one seed, it's going to be the Thunder. But then mm-hmm. I think I think they will. I think they're going to try so hard that at the end of the season, they're just going to run out of energy. 
and yeah. they're gonna they're gonna lose a couple games going into the playoffs, and yeah. that's gonna that's gonna ultimately hurt them in the playoffs as well. Um, so I think I think Minnesota hangs on to that number one spot, mm-hmm. also because they will also be you know trying to win as many games to yeah. keep home court advantage. Yeah, they're gonna need that, especially, especially if they end up running into the Nuggets, who yeah. are the defending champions. They're gonna want, they're gonna want home court for that potential matchup, for sure, for sure. Um, and I mean, the difference between them and the Thunder is that they have veterans who have been in the playoffs. You know, Rudy right. Gobert, uh, Mike Conley, even though Gobert is kind of nullified, his skill set is kind of nullified in the playoffs. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah. He's he's what you call a niche player. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you still got you still got choked Mike out like a little bitch. I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> did, did I say that out loud? I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, that's a slip of the tongue, brother. Slip of the tongue. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but you still you still got Mike Conley who's always going to be that even kill you know kind of leveling player who keeps everybody that steadiness you know, yep. yeah mm-hmm. keeps everybody steady perfect word to describe it keeps everybody steady um, keeps everybody mm-hmm. humbled and um, you got the star power in end yep. so I think I think that is what's going to keep uh, the Timberwolves at number one um, mm-hmm. how far they go depends on their matchup Yes, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that statement. Yeah. Um, so, I feel like I feel like Minnesota and OKC are are most vulnerable going into mm-hmm. that for potential first round matchup. They're right. they're they're definitely susceptible to to, to getting beat. Yeah. I mean, and it's the it's the West, bro. Like good teams go home in the first round all the time. Unfortunately, that's mm-hmm. just a testament to how much parity and how competitive and how strong the Western Conference is. Definitely. So that being said, I think the Timberwolves will stay at number one. I think if anything, two, three, and four kind of move around a little bit. I think the Nuggets I can see that. I think I think I think I think I see the Nuggets going up to number two. But I could see I could see them staying at four. Yeah. So it's really all it really all depends on I mean a number of factors, but mostly health. Yeah, I, I can I, I can see Denver um, finishing anywhere between two and three. Like, obviously, we've already we're in an agreement that the Clippers don't really prioritize the regular season like other teams do. So mm-hmm. there's a chance that they might slip to that fourth, and Denver overtakes them for that third seed. So I, I can yeah. definitely see a, a situation where that happens. But a, a really intriguing team to me is the Pels, man, at number five. Currently at number five. Um, you know, I, I, I've been high on this this team for a while, and it just seems like health and, you know, yeah, yeah, let's keep it a band. It's, it's health has really held back this team from a, a potential standpoint. And uh, we really haven't been able to see how good the Pelicans can be. Yeah. Uh, but but this year they're they're fairly healthy. Uh, well, they started off. They, there were some injuries to their three main guys. I know CJ missed time. Uh, Bi missed time. 
And, you know, Zion is constantly in the headlines for the wrong reasons as far as his conditioning is concerned. Uh, But they were on a tear going into uh, the All-Star break, and they they beat the Houston Rockets tonight pretty comfortably at home. So they're an intriguing team to me, bro, because if they can stay healthy, they are going to be a tough, tough out in the first round. I don't think there's any team. I'm looking at a couple of teams in the Western Conference that no face in a potential first-round matchup. And I think the Pelicans are definitely one of those teams. Yeah, Pelicans are a wild card to me, just because, yes. like you said, they, we don't perfect know to des- what we're Perfect gonna way get. to describe them, exactly. Yeah, we don't know what we're going to get in terms of their health. And, right. I mean, their offense is... Their offense is just crazy because you got shooters everywhere. You got mm-hmm. you got dudes who can slash. You got dudes who can bang. Right. But it's really all dependent on if they can stay healthy and if they can gel right. at the right time. Um, right. Zion and I, and I really like how they've been. Yeah, I really like how they've been utilizing Zion by making him. A more focal point of the offense, uh-huh. running the, uh, letting the offense run through him, him being yeah. that sort of point forward, you know, facilitating mm-hmm. and playmaking, and it's made them really dangerous, hard to For guard, sure. honestly. For sure. Um, and then you know, taking the taking the ball and decision making out of uh, Brandon Ingram, Brandon Ingram's hands mm-hmm. for for a bit, right. um, just so that Brandon Ingram could focus on you know just being. Yeah. Doing a decoy and then being a scorer. Yep. Putting that ball in the hoop. That's what he does. Yeah. Boy's a bucket. You got fucking Herb Jones and Mm -hmm. Trey Murphy who are snipers and can finish and they're locked lock it down. They they play both ways. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just, I I really like those two guys. Really wish they were on the Warriors. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we could use that length and athleticism on the Lakers too. That's for damn sure. <laughs> oh yeah. Plus the marksmanship for both of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. No, they're they're definitely a wild card, and they could go anywhere. Yeah, they could go anywhere from four through four through eight. Yeah, really? that's that's really their ceiling, bro. Like. It's just, it's really just staying healthy and maintaining and continuing yeah. to play basket, good, good basketball. Because I'm with you, they can finish as high as fourth, or they could be in the playing tournament. So I'm, I'm banking on them to stay out of that playing tournament and be a top six seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just contingent on, you know. Them bit the me healthy, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the that's the only thing that's really preventing them from from really getting to their full potential, man. Because I, like I was saying, I, I truly, truly believe um, a healthy Pelican squad. Nobody wants to see first round, right, right. And just just because, like we said, it's a, it's a wild, they're a wild card. There, you don't know what you're gonna get. Right, 100%. Quick question before, and I think I know the answer, but quick question before we get to our respective teams. Sure. Do you see, so the Jazz are 
two and a half games out of the play-in right now and at mm-hmm. 26 and 30. And the Rockets mm-hmm. are 24 and 31 at, with, at four games behind the Warriors for the 10th spot. Mm-hmm. Do you see them in any way sneaking in? Uh, it's definitely Aside possible. from injury. Yeah, it's definitely possible. Do I see it happening? Uh, I'm going to say no. Uh, it's not out of the realm of possibility, but I I, I don't see the I don't see a uh, I don't see it happening. I think how the way that the standings are looking right now at West, mm-hmm. um, I see it pretty much staying the same. Uh, right. As far as the playing play, uh, as far as the playing uh, teams are concerned. Uh, I know the Lakers got a really tough, tough stretch of games coming up, so that might that that's gonna really that is going to decide our our um, our season. So I yeah. think uh, you know there's not going to be much movement there. I definitely think the Lakers are going to be playing in the tournament, playing in the playing tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would keep an eye on both Utah and Houston. Uh, they, they they definitely have a shot. They're in striking distance. They definitely have a chance to to sneak in. Uh, but it's really hard to count out these teams. I mean, Phoenix, Sacramento, L.A., Golden State. I mean, any other year, these are top four fucking seeds. You know what yeah. I mean? So right, right. It, it's it's really really hard to count those teams out. So I'm gonna Not only say, that, but then if you're the NBA, you don't want the Warriors or Lakers out of the playoffs. <laughs> Oh, 100%. Or at least the play so, Yeah, exactly. So I'm going, as far as no disrespect to Utah and Houston, there's I'm going to say they're going to have a chance, but at the, when it's all said and done, they're going to be in the outside looking. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, now, moving on to the play-in teams and our respective teams. How do you see that playing? I mean, it, it kind of looks like... so. The Warriors are in 10th and yeah. this three and a half games back of the Kings in eighth. Right. Um, same, same with the Lakers, two games behind the Kings in eighth. Um, yeah. As far as playoff teams, the Lakers are only three games behind the Mavericks. And yep. mm-hmm. so that yeah. there's life there. There's life there. There is life there. Uh, four and a half games for the Warriors to get there. Not likely. It'd have to be. You'd have to. You'd have to see a couple streaks for the Warriors mm-hmm. and a couple slides yeah. for for other teams to yeah to see yeah. any movement there. But yeah, I um, agree. Yeah, I mean, really, this is this is anyone's. <laughs> at any yeah, given it, day, this could this could change like drastically. It could, it, it definitely can change, man. It it definitely can change, and you know, not nothing is nothing is off the table, right? You know, help strength the schedule. You know that's that's going to be key, and like um like I'm just looking at our schedule in in March, bro. It's it, this shit is mania. We got the Nuggets, we got the Thunder, we got the Kings, the Bucks, Timberwolves, Kings again. Uh, Lakers and Warriors again on the 16th. Got the Sixers, Pacers, Bucks again. Uh, it, it's yeah, bro. Like the, 
March is going to be it's going to be the end all be all for our season. So we're really from a from, from my team standpoint, we're really going to see what the Lakers are made of in March, bro. Because they got the tough, they got mm-hmm. tough tough ass games, and that might be the difference of us making the playoffs and not making the playoffs. In my humble opinion. Yeah, no, de- definitely. Um, one thing for for the Warriors, uh, at least, man. So the rest of our the rest of our games, we have more road games. Um, that's one thing that's going to be tough. Luckily, we're not as bad a road team as we were last year. <laughs> I think yeah. last year, last year, I can't even remember how many road games we won last year, but. We're already at that or past it, uh, if I'm not mistaken. There you go. That's that's positive. I just yeah. wish y'all stop. Just get a damn big already, bro. Bro, <laughs> tell me about it. Just get <laughs> a damn big, bro. We sat. We signed Lester Quinones to a full roster spot. Which congratulations for him. I, I'm happy yeah. for him. You know, I wanted I wanted him to get that spot. Um, but the two way spot that he left, we signed another fucking guard. <laughs> like, dude, what the hell? Can we get some big men? Can we please get some big men? That's literally just like the missing link, bro. Just get a big and like, can we bring Boogie back? Things. Yeah, something. <laughs> but um, I thought he was an option at one point for y'all. I thought he was too. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, if anything, if for whatever reason, whatever, I don't know. I think if there's going to be a team that slides and gets the Lakers and Warriors, you know, Catches catches the Lakers and Warriors on you know some streaks and gets them into the playoffs mm-hmm. into that top six. It's gonna I feel like it's gonna be the Pelicans that slide just because they I can see I that see them being streaky. Yeah, or, or the Mavs. Their health. Yeah, or the, or the Mavs. Mavs. Yeah, yep. that's right. The Mavs. Definitely team. the Mavs. Yep. Especially if uh, Jason Kidd continues to bring Daniel Gafford off the bench. Like what the fuck? Dude? <laughs> I know y'all like Lively, but shit, dude. Daniel Gafford <laughs> beastie. <laughs> that fool was eating yeah. once you traded for him. I don't yep, know why you benched him. <laughs> yeah. But um Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an exciting uh end to the season. Um I'm I'm hoping for basketball sake the Warriors and Lakers end up in the playoffs. Even if it yeah. is in that seven eight spot. <laughs> hey man, it's it- long as you're in they're gonna be tough out for anybody so. yeah it's a brand new season it's a brand new season yep. it's playoff hit so exactly and um, man imagine that first round thunder versus lakers and then timberwolves versus warriors imagine that first i'm round. all here I'm, I'm 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 here for it man or even even, even vice versa if you if you got the the thunder and the warriors in the first round and the Lakers and Timberwolves in the first round. Like, man, those would be some exciting yeah. first round matchups. Most definitely. But, um, yeah, I don't know. What are your What are your thoughts in terms of who's going to take the West? 
because we talked about the East. West is a little bit harder. See, it's very hard, <laughs> man, because we have a legit. We have we have legit what four teams that could really really represent the West in the finals. Five, um, if if they if the other two make it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And no 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 disrespect to the defending champion Denver Nuggets, but personally, I don't think they get it back. I don't. I don't think they get back this year. I don't think they win the conference. Um, to be quite frank, I think the West will come down to the LA teams. I can see that. I really do. I, I really think the I, West will come down. <laughs> yeah, I know you would. But I, I would hate I, that. I, it, it, it's <laughs> not far fetched to think that the West. Wouldn't come down to the two LA teams because, you know, Minnesota and OKC are definitely having great seasons, but the youth—it's just the youth is unknown. I mean, obviously Minnesota has been in the playoffs the last couple of years, but they fizzled out. Uh, the Thunder are, are completely new to this, mm-hmm. uh, so. It, it's a scenario where you got to call before you walk. Like when you're a young up and coming team and you burst on the team, onto the scene like that, you, you got to experience some heartache before you get to the get to the mountaintop, so to speak. So I definitely see one of those two two teams going home at least in the second round. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, I just a funny feeling that I think like I think the West comes down to the two LA teams. So I, I'm going to say that it's going to come down to four teams. Um, mm-hmm. And they're all going to be from the Pacific Conference or Pacific Division. Um, yeah. I'm not going to count out my Warriors just because you we shouldn't. have, I mean, we, we, have, have, 30. Steph, we have, we Steph have Steph Curry, 30. we have yeah. Draymond, um, yep. and Draymond on his best behavior. <laughs> <laughs> And not only that, but not only that, but he's make he's actually scoring. He's actually looking to score, um, and that's that's making a world of difference. And then plus Jonathan Kaminga's emergence. I think he. I think I, I'm not going to count out the Warriors. Um, obviously, the Lakers as well can't count out LeBron ever. Um, if Anthony Davis shows up even more dangerous if D'Lo shows up even more dangerous and y'all picked yep. up Spencer Dinwiddie mm-hmm. uh, so you got another ball handler decision maker and scorer uh, in, in Spencer Dinwiddie um, and uh, yeah I can't count out the Lakers uh, can't count out the Suns because Kevin Durant Devin Booker um, yeah. can't yep even though their their defense isn't necessarily up there, their offense is they just got too much firepower that you yeah, have way to, too much firepower. Yeah. yeah, you have to you have to consider them. Uh, yeah. But the my in my opinion, the favorites to win the West are the Clippers, um, and it's not just because of the the names and how they're playing. But it's because of Ty Lue, um and his coaching, um, his coaching ability, especially in the playoffs, his, mm-hmm. his decision making, his adjustments. Um, adjustments, yeah. It's, I mean, that, that's just a 
such an underrated factor when it comes to the playoffs is Ty Lue mm-hmm. and his coaching ability. It really is. Yeah, it really is. So I think it's going to come he's, down he's, to those four teams. I agree with you, man. Last point on Ty Lue, he is a mastermind when it comes to making those tweaks and adjustments, man. He just knows how to mm-hmm. push the right button. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Learn for sure. Body. For sure. Um, and... No. I mean, who know who knows what what's out on the who knows who's going to be, you know, making a difference from the buyout market. Right. I mean, it's, we still got a couple more weeks before uh, I think before playoffs playoff rosters are set. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Yes, sir, because we're definitely going to have that end of the season recap and, you know, the pre-playoff preview. And mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe all these teams are going to be in different positions by, by that time. It's, it's not going to stay the same, bro. I guarantee you it's not going to stay the same. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. We're, 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 we're almost to my personally one of my favorite times of the year, playoff basketball, mm-hmm. so. Yep. It's going to be fun yep. to watch. That's when you get the best basketball, man. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. All right. Uh, before we head, before we sign out, is there anything else that you wanted to hit on? Any other topics or anything? Nah, bro. I think I'm good. I think we hit on a lot of different topics and got our points yep. across tonight, bro. So I'm, I'm satisfied with the content. For sure. For sure. Same here. All right. And that is all the time we got for today. Uh, thank you again for tuning in to this episode of the Killer Crossover Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at the Killer Crossover Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Emankoa, at E-M-A-N-K-O-A, and Mo. Yes, sir. You can find me on Twitter as well at your boy Mo87. Uh, once again, we just appreciate y'all tuning in to the Killer Crossover Podcast. Yep. If you are an influencer, content influencer, excuse me, content creator, are in a space of uh, physical and mental health, uh, sports, business owner, uh, any type of creative out there, and, and you guys are looking to get your story out out there, man. Please do not hesitate to hit our for DMs sure. and to get on the show, man. We are always looking for up and coming people. Uh, to bring it on our on our platform and give you guys a platform to springboard you into superstardom basically that's what we're here for <laughs> to give a voice to to the people so if y'all are interested or you know somebody that might be interested please send them our way and you will hear them hopefully you'll hear them on a future episode of the killer crossover podcast oh yeah yes sir um yeah for sure hit us up dm us if you have our numbers send us a text (laughs) all right that simple we don't bite tap in with (laughs) your folks all right and we are out peace peace